The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. The UK government has recently announced that people who previously worked in Britain could secure a pension from there. It's a very interesting scheme. So if you work there for a few years and then you spend most of your working life in uh, Ireland and you qualify for an Irish pension, by doing certain things, you could qualify for a British pension. And what's more, at relatively cheap money, you could top it up. Now, I don't really understand the mechanisms of all of this, uh, but I'm joined now by Investwise Financial Planning Consultant David Quinn, who is is going to explain it all to us. David, good morning and welcome. Good morning, Pat. This was prompted by a friend of mine who did work in the UK for a while, and this includes, don't forget, Northern Ireland, uh, and then worked in this part of the island for many, many years. And they got this note saying, by the way, you could top up your UK pension. Explain. Yes, so you've always been able to do this. It just so happens that Boris Johnson changed the rules a little bit to try and accelerate people going back a long time to buy years from, really in this case, the reason it's newsworthy now since January is, or since last summer really is, you can buy years from 2006 to 2016 in a block, whereas you could always go back six years and you'll still be able to go back at six years uh, from now. But he's given this one-off amnesty and uh, it allows people to buy that 10-year period. OK, uh, could you buy the last six years as well? I mean, yes, we're now absolutely. 2023, so you could buy a total of 16 years. Yeah. Yeah. of pension. Yeah. How much would it cost you? Yeah, so it's uh, it depends on your ca- class category when you were working over there and your where you what you do now because I actually had an interesting question yesterday from someone who's already getting the UK state pension here and they were wondering could they top it up and I haven't been able to get an answer to that one yet but uh, so if you're class 2 uh, which means you're not, not living in the UK but working it's only I think I had the figure here it's £163 a year to buy a year Okay. And, and it's more expensive for the class three category, which is eight hundred and twenty four euros to buy a year. Yeah. Um, but if you had to pay the, the class three, the top, yeah. and you were buying the 16 years, you'd be paying maybe 12 or 13 grand. Yeah. What difference would it make to your pension? Because what you get depends on how many years. Yeah. So to give, give people easy numbers, 10 years, the 10 years we're talking about from 2006 to 2016, which is the urgent period, which has to be done by July that would cost you 8200 even if you're a class 3 to buy those 10 years and that would get you 2750 a year of pension so there's about a four year payback on that so after four years uh, you qualify for the pension at what age 66 66 yeah. if Again, you last till 70 your quids in exactly yeah yeah so it's three and a half four year payback and if you're a class 2 the payback is less than a year uh, because well, it only costs you 160 a, a year. So it's uh, it's a very good deal. <laughs> it's a very good deal. Yeah. Um, does everyone who ever worked there and has, if you like, their stamps, does everyone get this notification? Uh, I don't I don't think everyone's getting the notification, but it's being very well flagged. Uh, if you have if you've worked there for three years. So the the ideal person will be someone who, say, worked from 2003 to 2006 and have their three years. And now they can buy from 2006 up to today. And uh, for a very small investment, really, considering what the what they'll get back in income. So you have to have the three years. That's key. Yeah. Now, what is the UK pension typically at the moment? Yeah, it's slightly it's slightly lower than the Irish one. It's one hundred and eighty five pounds a week uh, if you have the full thirty five years or thirty five stamps, as we would yeah. call it here in Ireland. One hundred and eighty five, whereas ours is two sixty five. Yeah. But if you had only twenty years, then what would you get? So you'll get a, you'll get a proportion of that uh, twenty thirty fifths of it, so just over half. 
Yeah. Um, so you have to do the sums carefully to y- see how long you'd have to live to be quids in. Yeah, exactly. And, and uh, you know, I would encourage people to buy as many as they can afford, considering how many people are sitting in bank deposits getting no interest. This is a great investment. Now, the money that you put in, given it's going into a pension, do you get any tax relief? I'm afraid it? not. No. no. Unless, you, unless you had UK income, then you would get UK tax relief on it, but not, you don't get Irish tax relief, unfortunately. Yeah. So we, you could have two pensions then, quite separate, and uh, the only thing you'd have to pay is, as normal, on all your income, they work out how much tax you pay. Same applies, yeah. Same applies to any yeah. source of pension. Exactly. So the Irish state pension, the full Irish state pension is just over 13,000 and uh, just over 10 grand for the UK pension. It would actually be a very nice state guaranteed base for your retirement. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, so, so the clock is ticking. Now, the clock should have ticked off, yeah. but it didn't tick off yet. They've extended it. Yeah, because they just can't handle the demand, I suspect. There's a lot of demand from Ireland for this. And uh, it was meant to be March and they've extended it to the end of July. It's a, it's a tricky process because people need their national insurance number. Yeah. They need this gateway ID, which is tricky to get. And people just get, I think people get frustrated and give up with the yeah. gov.uk site. But that's the point. You do the first bit online and yeah. get your gateway number yeah. and then you have to I think write them fill in a form download a form fill it in and send it by registered post yeah yeah. so the online part is relatively easy they'll give you what stat, what contributions you already have how much it'll cost you to top it up it's actually a very good little slider scale website that they have but then the final process is a little bit laborious and it can be hard to get anyone on the phone and I think people have queries about how to get their insurance numbers and they just can't get through mm. Um, they're not trying to dodge this, are they? I think it's just a volume of inquiries. Just, uh, yeah. that and that's why they extended them. the deadline, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. And it may get extended further. I have no idea. I know people are, that I'm talking to are still frustrated by it. Uh, this uh, text come in. My father worked in the UK for years, but never sought his pension. He passed away in 2019. Could his wife claim it retrospectively? She worked in the UK as as well. Yeah, I haven't actually seen that come through. It's uh, I'd say it's unlikely, but definitely worth uh, going on to gov.uk or trying to get through to the contact numbers there to ask them. They are very helpful once you get through. Once you get through. <laughs> yeah, that's the challenge. And it's not a robot. No. Um, can you ask, uh, can you pay the class two payment? I cannot find the info anywhere. How can you pay it? Pay it? Well, it's, it's the it, same process. It, yeah? It's exactly the same process as credit card number on the form at the end of the day or a bank transfer. It's the actual payment is the easy bit. Yeah. Uh, once you know how much to pay and uh, you, you have registered. If you worked in the UK in the 80s, do you yeah. qualify? Yes, absolutely. Once you have three years. Uh, and unbroken years or broken years or uh, no, any three which years of Three years of contributions uh, is all you need to qualify initially. If I worked part-time as a student, would that count? Uh, if you paid tax and paid national insurance. Because I'm thinking of all the fellows who canned peas in Peterborough all those years yeah. ago. <laughs> if Yeah, like if you have three years of, of national insurance payments, it, so it depends on what type of work you were doing. If it was a gainful, taxable employment, then yes. Mm. Now, um, you've given the advice uh, here on air, but no doubt people will have more and more questions. Is the website itself, before you try to to work with it, is it helpful? Does it, it get, Is the loads of information explaining? It is really good. The problem is you can't get very far into it. It's gov.uk. Uh, so if you go into gov.uk, there is a check your state pensions page in there. It's brilliant, but you do need your national insurance number. You're really going nowhere until you get that. And if you've forgotten that and Yeah, you can find lost. it. Then then you have to start calling people and making phone calls and that's where it's slow. And that's what people per- that's the step step people yeah, are getting and, frustrated and, with. And then the question of the company that you work for is now 
gone wallop yeah. and doesn't exist anymore and all of that kind yeah. of thing. Um, speaking of pensions, this auto-enrollment business, is it any closer to reality? No, it, uh, it, it, if anything, it's being extended further down the line. I think the big challenge for auto-enrollment is going to be getting employers to play ball. The government wants to do it and they already give tax relief on pensions. I think employees are conscious of saving for their retirement. We're all told about the pensions time bomb. The one group that are reluctant are employers because it's just an added cost, you know, uh, when costs are rising in business anyway and the government are expecting them to maybe make a 3% contribution. And we don't know uh, how the scheme is going to work. I mean, will they be private providers who historically have ripped people off terribly? Yeah, so I think that the, uh, the proposal is that there'll be two or three big master providers that'll do it and uh, hopefully the government will keep keep costs well under control but yeah. put a ceiling a, on the cost it's a powerful lobby though so we'll see mm. um, some more of the questions coming in I worked in the UK from 1979 until 1993 would I benefit from buying extra years or not uh, yes absolutely absolutely yeah. 35 years is what you're looking for that gets you the full state pension so yeah so he's 1979 uh, 14 years plus yeah. 16 who give you yeah. 30 years you'd be Pretty close to the full pension yeah, then. Yeah, definitely worth doing. Uh, how can I confirm I'm class two? Uh, when you when you log in to that Gov uh, website, it will tell you which class which you are straight away do. once you can get registered. Yeah. I tried to get through to HM Revenue for the past four months. They do not answer the phone. Yeah. The money I sent them has gone astray. Oh. And I've no idea what to do now. So be careful what you get into. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that is, um, I haven't heard of anyone that that's happened to, but uh, it, in fairness, most of the people I've been dealing with, the experience has been good and they've, they've gotten it sorted. Now, other uh, money advice, uh, Revolut joint accounts they have yeah. launched uh, and seemingly the rules are fairly straightforward. Yeah, it's you, you just set up your account. You can invite your buddy, your wife, uh, whatever, to join the account with you. It's it's really Revolut expanding very close now to full banking services. And yeah. a joint account was probably the one big gap they had which makes it more convenient for couples. Now, in my experience, people are using Revolut for their running away money more than the family joint account, but this yeah. this gets Revolut into that uh, Yeah, I suppose though market. you could have a Revolut account for household expenses, which might be uh, paid by either party in, yeah. a, in a joint account. Yeah, yeah, it, it makes Revolut so much more convenient now for, for everyday banking. Yeah. Uh, is there any deficit left then in the service they offer? Because you can have your Irish IBAN now yeah. as part of your Revolut rather than a Lithuanian one. So. Yeah. yeah. It's, like as far as I can see now that they're doing credit cards and lending and uh, it, it's, it seems like it's the full package now. I, have, I can't see any final issue. Like in fairness to have they won't free ATMs them. and all that stuff you do need to pay them. The, yeah. fr- the free Revolut still has some limitations. But. All right. A- another question coming in on pensions. If you worked in the Irish public sector, uh, you know, as a civil servant or whatever, mm. and then subsequently in the private sector or indeed vice versa, mm. can you get two pensions? Yes. Yeah. No problem there. Like the, the UK pension and the Irish pensions are not linked. You can, de- you can definitely get both. You may not qualify for the Irish pension depending on when you worked in the public sector here, but you can still get the UK pension if you worked over there, yes. Okay, so uh, basically you can accumulate as many pensions, like you might have pensions in a number of different jobs which you never amalgamated and you could have a whole pile of dribs and drabs coming in to give you a retirement income. It's becoming much more common that people work in two or three, four countries at a time over their career, so yeah, keep an eye out for it because it's lucrative. Yeah, and you might forget about it and uh, lose it. That's what most people do, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> On that salutary note, David Quinn, financial planning uh, consultant uh, with InvestWise. David, thank you very much for joining us in studio. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.